Get ready to visit Lebanese around the world on Destinations with Leila. Bonjour à tous, c'est Leila sur Light FM pour la chronique Destination. Après Paris, Londres et Montréal, on va faire un tour en Allemagne ce matin à la rencontre de Nael Ogden-Smith et de sa femme Kelly Burnt pour parler de leur campagne de levée de fonds pour les blessés à long terme suite à la tragédie du 4 août. Hello Hey, hi. Yeah. <laughs> With us today on Light FM, Nael Ogden-Smith and Kelly Byrne to talk about their GoFundMe campaign. Thank you both for joining me from Germany via Zoom. Nael, you grew up in uh, Beirut and Kelly in Canada, in Gatineau. You met in London in 2011, where you both worked for the London 2012 Olympic and Paralympic Games. You then moved to Spain for a very short period before moving to Toronto in 2014. And then you moved to Bonn in Germany, where you have now been living for four years. You both work at the International Paralympic Committee, Nael in marketing and partnership and Kelly in sports. That was a little introduction. Let's talk about this uh, amazing initiative, a fundraising campaign that you have launched for victims of the Beirut blast and more specifically, those with long-term injuries. Could you explain to us how this idea came about and what the goals are? So after the blast on uh, August 4th, um, both Natalie and I were a bit, you know, we were glued to the TV. We were calling friends, we were calling family, uh, asking about everyone. You know, we were a bit uh, traumatized, we were like in disbelief. We were, all these emotions were, were going about. Uh, we were receiving um, uh, photos, videos from, 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 many different people, you know, everything just was, it was just, you know, disbelief basically. And uh, we felt so helpless and we felt so like, we really felt like we needed to do something about it. And of course we, it was hard for us to travel there because, you know, of COVID and we have a one year old. So it was really impossible to, for us to take a plane and to go there and we're living in Germany. So we just really felt helpless. And so um, we started thinking, you know, what can we do from here, from Germany? How can we, how can we help? So given that Nat has a disability, uh, he, he's the one who kind of came up with the, with the idea of maybe helping people who had sustained long-term disability. And um, because we know that it could be, you know, it's a long, it's a long road to recovery. It takes time. Uh, so we, we, um, So he kind of thought about that and we were thinking, you know, um, how do we find these people? So we were thinking about different ideas. And so we started thinking, yeah, let's do this GoFundMe page. I mean, there was different, uh, we were trying to, to do different platforms and stuff, but we, we chose GoFundMe was the easier platform to go with. And uh, and yeah, that's how we, we started. We, so we started it like the Saturday after and um, Yeah, I think um, at the beginning you think, oh, it's only going to be your friends that um, that are going to contribute. I'll just set it up for for the few friends I've uh, made. But uh, then it becomes a lot more than that. It just expands, and uh, you know, as Kelly and I have all we've both lived in different countries, it just um, it you know we made friends along the way. Whether it was you know before we met, whether when Kelly was living in Vancouver and I was living in Dubai, or the different countries that we live together. So it's been really, really amazing to see how people have 
contributed uh, from the different uh, networks that we've uh, created along the years. And you know, at the beginning, we didn't know like what type of injuries we would have, what type, you know, but we assumed that there would be uh, there would be some some serious injuries that would surface along the way. What are considered here uh, long-term injuries and what kind of medical treatment is needed? Yeah, yeah. the thing is, I mean, from the blast itself, you know that at the, at the beginning, we didn't know what um, what was going to come out of it. But you knew by looking at the videos and the pictures that something really serious had gone down there. So. Um, And uh, you know, one it, it takes a bit of time because those with the with the um, very severe injuries, they were in hospital for a lot of time. So we were getting the funds coming in, but yet we hadn't yet gotten in contact with the, with some candidates for the fundraising so, to benefit from it. Yeah. But for us, long-term injuries were mainly like um, uh, paralysis, uh, loss of limb, uh, vision impairment, vision impairment. Mm -hmm those types of, of yeah. injuries. It's injuries basically that you, you you eventually heal from them in some way and you learn how to adapt to them, but they do mark you and they'll affect your life to the to the rest of your life. So this is what we're this is our main objective was to help those that would carry those injuries for the rest of their lives. And can't go back to work right away and need help rehabilitating, I, I imagine, as well. And it's important, I think, to mention here that you have created a trusted network of doctors in, in the center that you work with on the ground, that the funds will be directly distributed to those involved with the patients. So these are people that you know and that you trust. Yeah, certainly. Uh, yeah, from the beginning, we wanted the money to come straight from the donors, straight to the recipients. So there's no middleman in, in between. But we do have to, uh, of course, work with uh, with people on the ground. And we've been very fortunate to work with some amazing friends that uh, we already know. Because, I mean, I grew up in Beirut and Kenny's been there countless times. And it's, it's kind of your second home, too, yeah. as well. So uh, we have, of course, with us from the beginning, from the get-go, I got in contact with Dr. Mansour Deep, who's a very good friend of mine, um, and who is also the head physician at the um, Hotel Dieu Rehabilitation Center over there. So it was key to have somebody who's an authority who'd be able to also help us in terms of not only provide some, some care and rehabilitation that the center has been really generous with providing because it complements the financial part that we, we add, but also uh, the fact that um, he, he's able to also open up to us a lot of network of different doctors as well. So if one of our, our recipients, for example, needs an extra consultation for an eye doctor or X or Y, he, he definitely helps in that area. So Dr. Mansour was with us from the from the get-go, and as I, you know, we started to brainstorm with him, how do we best utilize uh, the funds? Uh, but also, there's a few more people on uh, on the immediate uh, panel that we have. Uh, one of them is Rami Rajah, who's a, also a childhood friend, who is our kind of uh, the guy on the ground that helps us uh, um, meet up with the individuals, goes to their houses, uh, has the second interview with them, and actually does the the, the logistics, the payments, and uh, which turns out to be also a very caring um, job because it's only not just only handing over some some money. Um, And then we have Rana as well on, on the team, Rana Abujaili, who's 
the wife of a cousin, uh, my cousin Karim, and she's been amazing in identifying uh, individuals because, event, I mean, ultimately we have a certain limited amount of money. We have 30,000 uh, euros that we, we we reached as a target, uh, and that can only help a certain amount of, num uh, of people, unfortunately. So we've been trying to pick the most vulnerable, the ones that need it the most, and the ones that have long-term injuries, as I described a bit earlier. And then Tari, uh, last but not least, on our on our in our group, who is um, uh, who's helped us a lot from Dubai, as he still lives there, and um, he's helped us a lot with fundraising in uh, the Lebanese community living in Dubai. So that's the panel mainly. Uh, we all have our different um, you know roles. Um, and I, uh, Kelly, and I um, do the research, and then I make the first contact with the with with the, with, the, with the recipients. Uh, but ultimately, as well with Rami, he has a group of volunteers as well that help him uh, on the ground, mainly from Beirut Madinati. I'm probably you probably heard of Beirut Madinati since him and I uh, volunteered here. He's one of the founding members or the earlier members of Beirut Madinati, who help us also on the ground with, in terms of going and doing the visits and, and so forth. It's been, um, as you were saying, Kelly, earlier, it's been very hard for so many Lebanese abroad in, you know, in recent months. And many that I've spoken to as well say they feel helpless and far and having trouble coping with everything going on in Lebanon. So by helping out, by lending a hand, by launching this campaign, has it helped you cope with this situation? I mean, somewhat in a sense, yes, but, but after hearing the stories, like Naif speaks to the recipients uh, on a daily basis, I mean, they, I mean, he's become really good friends with them actually. Um, but after hearing their stories and after hearing the, the, the things that have happened, I mean, you think, you know, there's some days you're, you're like, oh yeah, I mean, things have, have kind of moved on, but we don't realize being a far away that things have not become normal. Like things are not normal there. Things, they're way worse than what we think they, they are. Like people's lives have been shattered. And, and I think that uh, living far away, you kind of like don't see it. It's not right in your face, but, but like the reality is really shocking and it's really, it's devastating. So, I mean, yeah, it helps, it helps us a bit, but it's not. Now, yeah. you've been you've been sharing your own personal experience with these recipients. I think I think I just use it at the beginning on my first initial call with them as an icebreaker. Just a sh I mean, my accident is completely different. I had a car accident, unrelated to the war or, or the stupidity of a government or any of that sort. But um, but I mean, they I use it as an icebreaker because when I tell them about my story, that it's something that I've been able to at least move on with my life with. I mean, I've been able to, you know, travel and work and build a family and and, and do many things in my life. At least it, it gives them a bit of hope that, you know... It puts this, them at yeah. ease and they, they feel more confident uh, yeah. speaking to him, actually. Yeah. Do you think that the Lebanese diaspora has an important role to play today and maybe when we're abroad um, we have the energy we have the resources to do something we're able to kind of take a step back right exactly and I think and actually most of the funds that we received are from them they're from people living abroad 
uh, well, first of all, the, the they can use a credit card. Oh, that's, exactly. That's the first, you know, <laughs> let's start with that. Yeah. Exactly. So it started with us uh, and I putting it on social media. And then from there, our friends and our network posting it on their social media. So we received a lot of funds from, from people uh, that we don't even know that we don't even know who knows who, you know? Um, so, so yeah, they were the major kind of contributors to, to this fundraising. I mean, we even have a cousin, um, and that is mom's cousin who lives in the U.S. She did a bake sale uh, in the U.S. and all the funds that she that she that she received, she donated it to us, which was amazing. And just different stories like that that people really outside of Lebanon really cared, and they really felt like they had to do something. And they knew that by giving it, by supporting our fundraiser, it would go. The money would go to the right place. I wouldn't just go to. Somewhere. Yeah, as, as Naed was saying earlier, you've probably been witnessing firsthand, you know, the generosity and the sense of solidarity of so many people, Lebanese and, and non-Lebanese alike, of course. Yeah, people wanted to help, but they didn't know how to help. So, and I, and I think that's a bit of like the confusion at the beginning. So uh, a lot of people came to help because like, oh, we know you, but we, they also referred us. And you know, the, The power of, of sharing on social media, I've never seen it so powerful yeah. as because, you know, I, no, you know, you, 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 you kind of go down your, your, your social media and you like look at different shares and you just see how, how, how the money is, we tried to trace a bit the money that was coming in from people that we don't know. And it was basically from friends of our friends that are our friends that were sharing our, our posts, which was really generous and really kind from their part. Thank you both so much. And for the listeners who want to help out, uh, you can visit the GoFundMe.com page and search for Beirut 0408 long-term injury. So GoFundMe.com. It's Beirut 0408 long-term injury. Um, I hope you'll come back and, and maybe we can talk about this campaign if it, uh, if it goes on for another few months. We're here and we'll be happy to talk about it some more with you guys so thanks a lot thank you Leila thank you thanks so much c'était la chronique Destination retrouvez-moi la semaine prochaine même heure même poste pour une nouvelle rencontre restez branchés sur Light FM you were listening to Destinations with Leila 